Welcome to the Power in Motion podcast. I'm your host, Kim Hagel, certified personal trainer, non-diet nutritionist, and body image coach. And I'm on a mission to help all women break free from body image hangups so they can do the amazing things they are called to do in this world. If you're looking to feel healthy, happy, and confident without dieting, restriction, and punitive workouts, or obsessing over the scale, you're in the right place. Let's lace up our runners and go for a walk while we chat. Hi, friends. We're back and we're continuing on with our series on the 10 principles of joyful movement. Thanks to everybody who's been following along. I really appreciate your listening and sharing your feedback with me. Special thanks to those who've left a review on iTunes as well. It really means the world to me that my messages are resonating with you, but it also helps the message get to the women who need it. So thank you for sharing the love. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Kim Hagel, and I'm a personal trainer and registered holistic nutritionist, and I'm on a mission to help women get off the start-stop cycle and create a consistent movement practice rooted in self-care and body respect. We go deep here on this show, really diving into our limiting beliefs and thoughts about exercise and body image, breaking down diet culture's walls so that we can really discover what moves us. And today is no exception. So carrying on with our series on the 10 principles of joyful movement, this is principle number nine. And today I want to chat with you about the runner's high. And full disclosure, I'm a runner. I love it. I know it's not everybody's jam, but I absolutely love running. It is my meditation. If you ask me what my definition of joyful movement is, it's taking my dog Billy out on a trail and running together. Now, it hasn't always been that way, though. I'm going to share a little bit about that evolution today. A lot of you know that when I grew up, I was anything but athletic, and you could not have paid me to run. I hated it. So this has been an evolution, and I'm going to share that with you. And you know what? Not everybody is a runner, and if you're not and never intend to be, that's totally cool. The concept that we're exploring today is relevant to all types of movement and to all people. Anybody can experience this feeling that's known as the runner's high. So before you turn the podcast off thinking it's all about running, just stick with me. I'm not going to try to convince you to take up something that you hate if it's not your thing. Now, I don't know, maybe you've looked at runners from time to time and wondered why on earth they put themselves through the things that they do. Maybe it looks like torture what they're doing, you know, getting up at the crack of dawn, running on the roads alone, sometimes for hours at a time. I get that it might look crazy to an observer, but I guarantee you that runner is loving it. I'm sure you've heard the term the runner's high before, but I'm not sure if you know that it's actually a real thing. A very brief science lesson for you today. The runner's high is a real hormonal chemical reaction that results in this feeling of euphoria, bubbling over joy, increased focus and mental clarity, decreased anxiety, and actually a decreased ability to feel pain as well. It's experienced after a more intense burst of activity, which causes endorphins to be released. Those are your pleasure hormones that activate the pleasure centers in your brain and cause a very similar response to taking opioid drugs or cannabis in an entirely natural and safe way. And like I say, it's not just for runners. This feeling can occur as a result of any endurance type of activity done at a fairly vigorous intensity. So yes, the specific chemical response known as the runner's high 
really only occurs after more intense, longer bursts of activity. So even runners don't experience it every single time they go out. And not everyone's desire is to work their body hard enough or long enough to have this experience. But it is possible to experience pleasure and joy every time you move your body. And those feelings of extreme pleasure and joy for movement, that's what we're diving in today. Pretty relevant because it's kind of the name of this whole podcast and what I believe to be the whole point of movement. When we discover joy for movement and learn how to experience pleasure through movement, all our struggles with motivation and consistency become a non-issue. So I'm curious. What is your current experience of feeling pleasure and joy during movement? Is that a brand new thought for you? You know what? It's funny. Pleasure is a feeling that every human desires and chases. Our natural instinct is to seek pleasure and avoid pain. That's how we're wired to survive. Chase things that make us feel good and safe and avoid things that hurt or threaten our safety. And yet, when it comes to movement, It seems that there's some people who love to move, and for others, it's torture. Why is that? Let me share a little story with you. Like I said at the beginning, you know I have not always been a runner. And back when I was just starting out on my fitness journey, I was working with a personal trainer, and I had a goal to learn to run. Why? When I hated it for my whole life? Well, as you've heard me talk about before, I had something to prove to myself and everybody who ever picked on me for being slow and crappy at sports my whole life. Plus, I thought that running was the best way to lose weight. I mean, it burns a large number of calories per hour, so it seemed like an efficient way to shed some pounds. Oh, and by the way, I hadn't yet healed my relationship with my body image or with exercise, so I was still operating out of a place of needing to punish myself to shrink my body. So my trainer, she was great. She helped me ease into running. She laid out a really great plan for me that started with just a little bit of running at a time, alternating with walking, and gradually we increased the amount of running, and I worked my way up to running for 30 minutes straight. It's a great program. She designed it really well, and it definitely worked to help me progress in a realistic and doable way. And now that I'm a trainer, it's how I train people to learn to run as well. But the funny part was, I remember texting her the first time I ran for 30 minutes straight. And she was so proud and all excited for me. And I mean, I was kind of excited too. But the thing I remember saying to her was, oh my God, it was so hard. And she was like, really? Why? Like you worked up to it. You had a good training plan. You were conditioned for it. Why was it so hard? And I said to her, like, all of my runs to that point were hard. Every one was difficult. I was constantly looking at my watch to see when I could stop and take a walk break. It made me feel sore after. But I kept pushing through because I just had to get to this goal. And she said to me, well, why do you do it then? Why are you pushing yourself? Why are you putting yourself through that if you hate it? And then I started backpedaling and I was kind of like, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I want to be a runner. Like it's good for you. And other people seem to love running. I love the idea of running. I, I want to love it. I mean, I guess I don't hate it, 
It's just that it's really hard right now. And she asked me this question. Well, if you want to love running, what's stopping you from loving it now? Like when you're focusing on the time, focusing on the difficulty of every step, how sore you are after, if that's what you choose to think about during each and every run, you're never going to get to a place where you can love running. You've got to open your mind and allow yourself to take pleasure in the experience right now. And that just stopped me right in my tracks, pun totally intended. That was kind of the first time I had ever considered that my negative thoughts about running were contributing to a negative experience and the overall lack of motivation to continue. I mean, I had just achieved this 30-minute goal, but my motivation to keep running after that I mean, there wasn't a whole lot. I was really close to giving up because I was only focused on how hard it was. And you see, what I didn't know then, but have come to learn over the years, is that it's our thoughts that contribute to the feelings we have and the results that we get. Running was something I did because I had a strong desire to lose weight that was fueled by negative thoughts about how my body looked. I was ashamed of my body and thought the only way to reach a place of self-acceptance was through punitive exercise and restrictive eating and resultant weight loss. So I chose to work really hard, but I continued to hate exercise. And therefore, I continued to struggle with motivation and consistency. I'd start and stop and try something new and then another thing. I don't know if that sounds familiar at all to you. Have you ever had thoughts like this? I know I'm not the only one to have had this struggle. It's the same story for all the women I coach inside my program, Right Body for Me. They all come to me because they've been trying all the things, but they're all stuck on the start-stop cycle. And it's not until they examine their thoughts behind all the action they've been trying that things finally start to shift. Now, we've talked about this on here before, how our negative thoughts and feelings will never yield a positive result. You can't create a body you love through negative action. And you can't learn to love something by hating the whole process. Now inside Right Body for Me, we really dive into our thoughts and beliefs about our body image, relationship with food and exercise, and how that influences the choices we make and the results that we're getting or not getting. And we do this through a process called the self-coaching model, and that helps the participants really get to the root cause behind the struggles that they have. And I can't teach you that entire process here today, of course, but if digging into your core beliefs, getting to the root cause of your struggles with movement, dieting, and body image is something you want to work on, then I encourage you to check out Right Body for me, and I'm going to provide more information about that at the end of this episode. However, what I can teach you today is that if you want to really experience joy in movement and discover consistent motivation, you know, that deep desire within to get up and move just for the sake of moving, you're going to need to do two things. Number one, you need to cultivate positive thoughts about movement. And number two, you need to allow yourself to feel pleasure during your activity. Motivation is 100% a product of positive feelings. And enjoying the activity is one of the top three factors that has been proven by science to increase motivation. Here's why. Dopamine. Now that's your pleasure hormone. It's released whenever we engage in a behavior that feels good and it lights up our brain, particularly the emotional regulation centers. And we feel the emotion of pleasure, joy, satisfaction, happiness. And then our brain goes into action thinking of ways that we can get more of that. 
because we are wired to seek pleasure. So when we feel it, we want to get even more of that. So it stands to reason that if you like the activity you engage in, motivation will be a no-brainer. Kind of killing it with the puns today because you're riding the wave of dopamine. And here's a really cool little tidbit. You can get a dopamine surge in just thinking about experiencing pleasure. Because your emotional center is so close to your memory center, if you start to think about things that have brought you pleasure in the past, you're going to get a dopamine surge in just that memory. And then you're going to feel motivated to take action and chase more pleasure. So in real life, you know, what this looks like is when I struggle with motivation, all I got to do is think about being outside with my dog, Billy, taking in all the sensations of nature, thinking about the sounds around me of the birds chirping, of the sunshine shining through the trees and the smells of, you know, the pine needles and the wildflowers. And all of a sudden, I immediately start to feel better. And suddenly my desire to go out and run increases. Okay, so the first step in finding joy in movement, taking pleasure in activity is to deliberately change your thoughts to focus on the positives. You got to choose to switch the narrative to look at what you enjoy about movement. For instance, with my running, once my trainer kind of hit me with that reality check, like, why are you running if you hate it? I really had to sit for a minute and think, is there any part of this that I actually like? And the answer was yes. I mean, at that time, I was a mom of three young kids. So if nothing else, it was a brief break to be by myself. But in addition to that, I got to listen to music that I liked. I was spending time in nature. And if I stopped focusing on what my watch said, I could notice all of the sights, sounds, and smells around me. And it was crazy that once I started doing that, running became not just joyful, but almost meditative for me. Time would just pass and I wouldn't even think to look at my watch. I kind of got lost in the run and I'd come back feeling refreshed, invigorated, and I experienced the runner's high. Up till then, I had blocked it because I was only focused on the negative. And suddenly, running became easier, more enjoyable, and something that I craved doing. No longer did I struggle with motivation. Quite the contrary, I would eagerly look forward to my next run. Now, just a caveat, I'm not saying to positive talk yourself into liking something you hate. If you really hate the activity, no amount of positive thinking is going to change that. But for me, with running, I didn't hate it. I knew deep down that there were things that I would really like about it. I was just choosing to focus on the negative. So I hope that's clear. The second step to truly finding joy in movement, and this is the most important part, but also a whole lot harder for a lot of us, is allowing yourself to feel pleasure. Back to my running story, I had made running hard on myself because I believed that the whole point of exercise was to punish my body for how it looked. I didn't know that's what I believed at the time. That's taken a lot of work and self-coaching to get to the bottom of, but that's exactly what was going on. As long as I felt negatively about my body, everything I did was from a place of trying to fix myself. To go back to what I said at the beginning, seeking pleasure is a natural human instinct. 
the only reason why we would choose to engage in something that is not pleasurable is because we feel we deserve the pain and punishment on some level. I had to get to a place of disconnecting my thoughts about my body's appearance from my behavior with movement. I had to heal my relationship to my body image so that I could view movement as a form of self-care. I had to accept that my body deserved to be treated with respect and deserved to experience pleasure regardless of how it looked. It didn't deserve to be punished. So if that's you engaging in exercise from a place of punishment and trying to fix yourself and not allowing yourself to feel pleasure, then I want to tell you you're not broken. Even if you don't fully accept your body today, even if you still desire to lose weight, you don't deserve to be punished and you deserve and are able to choose to feel pleasure in movement. And if you need support in working through those beliefs, then I really encourage you to reach out to me because you're the exact type of woman that I'm on a mission to help. All right. So to bring this all back around, that runner's high, it's the best. Honestly, friends, that feeling of exuberance, calm, peace, connectedness, clarity, contentment, it's amazing. And once you find it, all your struggles with motivation will be a thing of the past. So my question for you is, what mindset shift can you make to start experiencing joy and pleasure in movement? I'd really love to hear your thoughts on that. You can send me a DM or comment on my social media posts this week. Let's get a conversation started. All right, friends, so that is it for today. I hope this episode helps you think a little differently about your mindset when it comes to movement. I really want to thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you so much. Remember that you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Radiant Vitality Wellness, and you can learn more about how to work with me on my website, radiantvitality.ca. Be well, my friends, and go step into Radiant Vitality. Thanks for tuning in to the Power in Motion podcast today. Ready to drop your body image hang up so you can confidently create your healthiest, happiest life? Awesome. You can get started today by taking my five-day mini course, How to Feel Great in and about your body, no matter what the scale says. Inside this five-day video training, you'll learn how to get motivated to exercise, stop cravings and binge eating, set health goals beyond the scale, eat normally without rules or a plan, and accept your body. Find unshakable confidence, even if you don't love how you look. For just $27, you'll receive one under 10-minute video lesson per day for five days delivered straight to your inbox, reflection worksheets to help you integrate your learning, and links to bonus resources to go even deeper with the work. You can get started right now by visiting radiantvitality.ca slash five-day training. I'll see you inside.